Amen. You be seated. Aha, thought you was not going to get to hear me today, huh? Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean, yeah? <laughs> now, uh, I want to thank Brother Aaron for taking care of Brother Richard, and they kind of stayed up a little partying last night with that moth, so uh, so they're, uh, they're recuperating today. So, Brother Aaron, I told him I would do a Sunday school class. So if you turn to the book of Galatians, we just want to start there. Being today is the... Uh, 52nd anniversary, uh, we had um, looked into, you know, doing something about the Jubilee, but the Jubilee year is the 50th, so we're actually into the, into the we're in, we're, we should already be free. Right. And now that we are coming into Independence Day, which will be on Tuesday, our founding fathers wanted to get away from tyranny and, and oppression and wanted to have freedom. So they came over here, and July the 4th, 1776, we became a nation here, or uh, we are celebrating our independence. So let's talk about freedom, because freedom in God. Now, listen, you'll never be free in man. There's always going to be a boss. There's always going to be this. There's always going to be that. So there's, there, we just need to see that there's freedom in the Lord Jesus. All right? Don't worry about that other freedom. It's all right. We got to have bosses. We got to be bosses. We got to have um, people that tell us what to do. And you got to have a preacher to stand up here and, and you know, tell you good and tell you you're bad. All right. Amen. Right, Brother Richard? Amen. That's, that's our job. All right. But you can be free in the Lord or you can be sitting here today and be bound. Now, I'm not going to try to preach. I'm going to try to teach. So I got 30 minutes, maybe longer. I can take whatever time. No, I'm just kidding. Galatians 4, verse 29, let's read that. But as many of them, now this is Paul talking to the Galatians. Let's talk about being free and having freedom and liberty. But as then he that was born after the flesh persecuted him that was born after the spirit, even so it is now. All right? He's talking about Jacob and Esau. All right? He's also talking about the different, the, the, contrast and, and you know the, the bond woman you also this will read here now in verse 30 is talking about um, Sarah and Hagar alright now God promised Abraham a child alright but he didn't promise him a child from the bond woman Amen. now remember Hagar was in the house and she was you know she was there and and um uh, Sarah said, oh, look, I can't bear a child here. You need to fulfill. That's why women should not be preaching. Just want to bring that to, uh, to your point that they just shouldn't be doing that. Um, and there's a reason behind it, not just because we, don't, we should be the men and we stand up here. No, there's a reason behind it. Because they get into emotion, and, and, and Sarah, bless her heart, she was emotional. She wanted to have a baby. She wanted to produce what God said. Isn't that what Brother Brown said that, that Eve wanted? Right. Eve wanted to help God, and he says, "Okay." She says, "Okay, you know that. Let me, let me, let me handle the plan." Well, you see what happened. So, what happened in this union between Abraham, though, and Hagar? It produced a bond woman and a bond child. Now, we don't want to be bound today, right? We want to be free, so we don't want to be in the bound part. We want to be in the free part. 
All right, now, nevertheless, what saith the scripture, cast out the bondwoman and her son. Remember, God told him, cast him out. But, now remember, he didn't forget him. He didn't forget it. He said, Ishmael, you'll be a wild child. In other words, though, I'll bless you. I'm going to give you land. I'm going to give you all these things. But you're always going to be the bond child. And so when you're born into this world, by your natural birth, you are a bond child. You are bound. You are bound by this thing. But we want to be heirs, as it says here, shall not be, the son of the bondwoman shall not be heir with the son of the free woman. All right, so the free woman was Sarah, who it was supposed to happen to to begin with. And when they produced a child, they produced Isaac. All right, so when you're born again, you move from that bondwoman child, you're now a free woman. You, you're born from a free woman. All right, so then, brethren, we are not children of the bondwoman, but of the free. All right, so Paul's telling us we're going to be bond over here, but we're going to be free over here. All right, so there's two things, right? Like I, like I was preaching the other day, you know, Paul says, the life I now live. That means he lived a different life. But the life I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God. He didn't before. He went by his own word. He interpreted the Old Testament his own way. Paul did. Saul did. But when God struck him down, he became part of the free woman. And he's, and he's preaching right here and he's telling you. I once was bound, but now I'm free. All right. So then, brethren, we are not children of the bondwoman, but of freedom. No, don't let me start preaching, Brother Richard. Don't be doing that. Stand fast. Look, stand fast. In the what? Liberty. We love the Liberty Bell and the Statue of Liberty and Liberty. What about liberty in God? But now remember, there's one problem with this. Satan can bind you. And make you think you're free. Read Revelation 3.14. Blind, wretched, miserable, naked, and don't know it. That's the blindness of the bondwoman. That's the the binding of the one over here. But we want to be part of the free. We want to what? Have our eyes open. Not our natural eyes. Our spiritual eyes. Stand fast, therefore, in the what? Liberty wherewith Christ has made us free, and be not entangled. I like that. Well, I don't like that word, but that's a good word to use. You, remember, Satan will always trip you up. He will always entangle you in, in the things of the world. He'll always keep you busy. He will always keep you busy. We have more time now. We should. We got quick this, quick that, quick this, quick that. And we don't have time for God. Well, that's our yoke of bondage. Be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Our problem is us. Because we still live in this bondwoman tabernacle of flesh. But inside that free woman, we want the the son of the free woman to be let out. All right? That's why I want to see, watch, let's go to Romans 5. Verse 12. Now, right here is going to totally explain your salvation. Totally explain from the beginning of time till today what God's plan and purpose is. Coming from a master builder called Paul. Amen? 
So we take Paul as the master builder, so he must know how to build a house. That's right. All right, so here he begins to build, Romans 5, verse 12. Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world. All right, who's that? Adam. By one man sin, not Eve. Listen, Adam's the one that sold us out. Adam, now I know Brother Brown many, many times talks about you know, the grave sites and all the things, you know, it's because of a, of a woman. Well, that's okay, and that's true. But Adam is the one that stepped forward and said, I'll take her sin. Don't kill her. I'll take her sin because she's part of me. So that destroyed the whole human race. Adam's seed did nothing but destroy, and we're all sitting here today part of Adam's seed. Amen? All right? Sure, you got the beast in there somewhere, but I like to think that. I at least got something right, you know, at the beginning. So, Wherefore, as by one man, now watch, one, if one man cre- made the sin, one man, all right, and death by sin, so death passed upon all men. Now look, for all have sinned, all right? There's none good, no, not one. God, as our brother said, God's not a respecter of persons. Now, the only way you've got anything that was, as Brother Richard was talking the other night, last night about before the foundation of the world, is that God knew by foreknowledge that when you got here, you'd want it. He laid it right there. But you know what? He laid it out to Adolf Hitler one day. He laid it out to John Dillinger one day. John Dillinger is going to stand before God at the judgment day, and he's going to say, say, I'll tell you the day, the hour, and the minute I called you and you turned me down. The difference in you and these brothers and sisters that are standing behind me is they accepted me and you didn't. Well, now, God can't change his mind then. Well, if he already saw... Listen, God already saw judgment. He's finished with the day of judgment. And his mind is done. We just got to act it out. Everybody with me? And we're here to act it out by choice. We still have a choice. Adam made a choice. Even God made a choice. God said, I want to save everybody, but he's only going to save those that he saw wanted to be saved. All right? So let's keep that straight. I don't believe in predestination that God pulled you through a tube and made, made you become a Christian. No. Like our brother said, but God sought us because he saw us before the foundation of the world. And he can't get us out of his mind. You know, you, we do things, you, we go through life, there's certain things you can't get out of your mind. God can't get you out of his mind. Because he can't change his mind, so he can't change that. He can't get you out, and like I've always said, I'm going to start preaching. If God, if God ever loved you, he can't unlove you. If he ever loved you and poured out his love on you, he never can unlove you. He can't say, oh, you've done so bad. We're at the end of your life and you've done so horrible. I just, I just made a mistake. God don't make one mistake. That's exactly right. He started this thing with redemption. Amen. Before the foundation of the world. Amen. Where were you, as, as Brother Richard was talking about, where were you? Come on in. <clears throat> so death passed upon all men for that all have sinned. For unto the law, look, sin was in the world. But sin is not imputed when there is no law. So there had to be a law. Even when Adam fell, God had already a law in place. He said, i got to kill a lamb. God came down himself and killed a lamb 
threw the skins back in the, in the bushes, as the prophet said, and said, put these on. Amen. Because blood is what's going to have to cover you. Listen, Brother Brown said one second in front of God was sin, he'll destroy you. So there had to be something made in the mind of God that he never saw Adam sin. With his physical eyes. So there's a separation there, but yet God never forgot Adam. Adam's not going to be in hell. Adam's going to be in heaven. He's going to be right there with us. <clears throat> I'd like to talk to him about a few things. <laughs> but still, remember, we'll get together on that. <clears throat> but still, God so entrusted Adam till even today, Adam's impact is being felt. I, bad and good. Because he named all the animals. Remember, if he said elephant, it's still an elephant. Amen? 6,000 years later, Adam said, that big old gray thing with the trunk on it, that'd be an elephant right there. And nobody said, no. And God didn't say, no, son, I wasn't thinking that. No, he said, boy, that's exactly what I was thinking. Amen? So that's why he wants to be with us, because Paul tells us to have the mind of Christ. But when he tells us to have the mind of Christ then we need the mind of Christ. Because our carnal mind, come on in, brother, and have a seat. Yes, sir. All right, now listen. Nevertheless, death reigned, look, from Adam to Moses. Now, why did he say Adam to Moses? Because there was no law. The law was not there. Man just pretty much did whatever they wanted to do. But remember, you had a righteous group, though, that came from Abel, Seth, all the way down, that tried to keep it straight, but then God said, oh, i got to give them a law because they're going to have to live by something. They can't just do this running around in like the same way today. We can't do this slopping around and marrying whoever you want to. And, and um, So anyway, we got to keep it clean. God wanted it clean, so we're going to keep it clean. All right? <clears throat> That's why we, there's certain things that, as I was saying the other day about godliness, we say, well, we can't be godly. Well, Brother Brown said you can. God said you can. All right? You say, how can I be godly? Live what he wrote. Pretty simple. Live what he wrote. He told you women not to cut your hair? You don't cut your hair. He told you women not to wear pants? You don't wear pants. He tells us not to divorce and marry and divorce and marry? We don't do that. All right, so we're living more godly than the world is living, even the nominal Christian world. Sorry to say, it's become just a smorgasbord of whatever you want to do out there. <clears throat> Holiness and godliness has went out the door. Amen. 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 Wearing shorts to church. I mean, you know, you say, well, you're just being legalistic. You know, when I was growing up, coming to church was a sacred thing. You put on your best, you acted your best. Even the ones we knew we're sinning Amen. in the community. Now, come on, somebody. They, they walked in that church. They had on their Sunday best. Okay? They made an effort. God wants us to make an effort. Why do we come to church? Make an effort. We come here to worship God. We didn't come here to see people. We didn't come here to listen to me or Brother Mike Oltig or anybody else. You came here to hear from God. Now, whether he picked this vessel or that vessel or the one coming, all right, or yours, all right, I got off. I'm on a rabbit trail. I'm coming back here. We're Aaron, I'm, Aaron, I'm back. All right. Sorry about that. I'm supposed to be teaching Sunday school. <clears throat> kind of hard to do. <laughs> Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses. Watch. Even over them that had not sinned after the similitude of Adam's 
transgression who is the figure of him. Now, who's the one to come? Christ. Christ is the one to come. Listen, Adam portrayed Christ to a degree. But remember, when Adam took Eve in the garden and said, God, don't kill her. She's part of me. I, I don't want you to kill her. I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take her in and take her sin. Now, God didn't get angry about that. God did put a division or, or, or he did... He did put enmity between God and man. We couldn't, we couldn't go, go down in the cool of the evening and talk to Adam face to face, talk to Eve face to face, right? But he did set a provision. Amen. Amen? So Christ, ever how bad we are as his bride, he's not going to let us die. As Brother Richard said, we win. Amen. Regardless of whatever, Revelation 19 said his wife had made herself ready. I'm just reading you the Bible. Amen? So, but we do have some work to do because it said she made herself ready. She didn't sit on her can and not, anyway, <clears throat> not do anything. She got ready. We're one day closer to the rapture. Y'all believe that? Amen. All right, tomorrow will be one day closer and the next day, but there's going to be a time when God's going to shut the door of the ark. So we need to get in, all right? <clears throat> But not as the offense. What was the offense? Adam sinned. So also it's the free gift. Now here we're talking about freedom and talking about July the 4th and, and, and proclaiming our freedom. Listen, the United States of America, I've been in several countries. United States of America, as bad as it is, I don't mind living here. Bad as it is and as bad as they're going to, it's going to happen. But remember, it's going to happen to the United States after we're gone. Amen. All right, <clears throat> for turning in and turning down and rejecting the prophet, they're going to get their due. But after about three weeks in the Philippines, and I love the Philippines, and they're not a total third world country or a communist country, I about kissed the ground when I got off the airplane. <clears throat> There's a sign that says there's no place like home. Now, that ain't in the Bible, but it is. There ain't no place like home. Hey, man, we're going to a heavenly home, but while we got an earthly home, I like to sleep in my bed with my pillow. Hey, man. Right. So that was Life Lesson 773. But not as the offense, so also is the free gift. For if through the offense of one, many be dead. All right? In Adam, all died. Didn't say in Eve. That's right. We always throw it on Eve, but in Adam all die. Right. All right? <clears throat> Much more the grace of God, praise God, the gift by grace. What is the gift? Eternal life. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, right? In, in Acts. Repent. That's the problem. We missed that part. You got to repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Show me anywhere in the Bible anybody had ever been baptized in the title of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, not even named. It's titles to a name. Peter took on the day of Pentecost and he said exactly what Jesus said in Matthew 28 19. Because this is a name. Jesus was looking forward and said, In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, baptize in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. You don't sign your checkbook, Father, do you? Yet you are one. I could sign mine son, son of Samuel Dale. You know how far that'd go? From here to the door. They say, I want to know who you are. Oh, I'm Samuel Wade Dale II. Oh, now we know who you are. So let's baptize in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because that's who, that's who I'm identified with. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> For if through the offense of one, 
many be dead, much more the grace of God and the gift by grace, which is by one man, Jesus Christ, hath abounded unto man. And not as it was by one that sinned, so is the gift. All right? So the gift was not given by sin. It was given for sin. Amen. Everybody with me? It was given for sin. All right? For the judgment was by one to condemnation. You eat this, you die. Amen? You eat this, you die. And like many have said before, if it was an apple or an orange or an apricot, we need to hand them out again because they done got naked. Well, we know it wasn't that. It was the control of the beast over Eve and having relations with them. We know that because <clears throat> you see what it produced. That, you know, serpent seed was easy for me to see when I got about 16 years old. Think about that. I knew what my trouble was. So I knew what Adam and Eve's trouble was. But the free gift is of many offenses under justification. So to have a testimony, you got to go through the test. Right? That's the first four letters of testimony. T-E-S-T. So you got to go through the test, get the testimony. You got to overcome. The Bible says we are what? Overcomers. So we're going to have these many offenses. But if you're justified... You're already glorified. For if by one man's offense, death reigned by one, that one person. Because remember, Adam tried to save Eve, but he wasn't a savior. So he couldn't save her. He just had to take her and protect her. All right? Now God, our Adam, can save us. Praise God. He can save us. He's got that salvation power. He's able to take his soul and put it into you by the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Adam couldn't do that. Sure, he was an amateur God, but he wasn't the God. He wasn't the Redeemer. He had no title of Redeemer. He had title of first man on the earth. Right? And he was God of the earth. Right? But he wasn't God of the soul. We serve the God of the soul. That's where the free man comes in. All right, is everybody with me? For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they, oh, I like this, much more that they which receive abundance of grace, that's me. I'm like Brother Richard. I need a lot of grace because I'm a pretty big guy and he's a big guy too. Need a lot of grace, all right? And of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one. Now, we know one thing's for sure. We've got a fivefold ministry. We've had a prophet come in the end time according to Malachi 4, but Jesus Christ is the man. He's the only one that can save your soul. Nobody else on this earth. Everybody else that went through the womb, come through the matrix, is lost. Now, Jesus came through the matrix, but he didn't have a daddy down here. His daddy was from above. Amen. It was a supernatural birth. We all come natural birth. Right? Some of y'all must not have. You know what I mean? Therefore, as by the offense of one judgment came upon all men. So, so when Adam sinned, all died. All right. Even so, by the righteousness of one, the free gift. I like what Paul's saying, free gift, freedom, liberty, free, 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 free. You know, you can have all the gold in the world, and it'll never save you. It will definitely hinder you. But it will not save you. But if you'll come up here today and ask Jesus Christ in your heart, free gift, worth 10,000 worlds, though. 10,000. Brother Richard's like, it's like um, Brother Luis, you know, he's got the little podcast, 10,000 worlds. And Brother Bob was saying, he's, I was thinking about that the other day. <clears throat> he said, man, just one world would be enough. 
Amen. If he saved my soul, like one world, that'd be plenty, but 10,000? It's more valuable, your soul, than 10,000 worlds. 10,000 of these worlds. So take 10,000 of, of all the gold and all the things in this world and multiply it by 10,000. It's not worth your soul. You come up here and get a free gift. All right, so one of the free gift came upon all men unto justification of life. We know that came from the second Adam. All right. <clears throat> now, in the first Adam, all die. Second Adam, all live. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Jesus. For as by one man's disobedience, what? Adam disobeyed the word of God. Many were made sinners. That's all of us. So by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Amen. We have grace. We have, we have a way out. All right? In the pawn shop, in other words. Can't get yourself out. You can't pay yourself out of a pawn shop. Somebody's got to come and get you out. So we know who came and got us out. The Lord Jesus came and got us out. Amen. But listen, let's don't jump back into the pawn shop. Let's stay free. Let's stay free. Is this coming up July the 4th? I know it's one day, but you should every day. Like I've said many times before, we celebrate Easter in one little part. No, to a Christian Really, every day is a resurrection, but we honor it every week by coming to church. All right? We honor the resurrection. So every Sunday is an Easter to us. It's a resurrection time. Moreover, the law entered, now what? That the offense might abound. So they had something now to say, do this, don't do this. You know, Ten Commandments. All right? But where sin abounded, grace did much more. Yes. Abound. We can't lose. We gotta win. Grace much more abound. That as sin hath reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through the righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans six sixteen. Know you not that this is a continuation of Paul's thought. <clears throat> you know I love, and it's okay for people to put. Uh, chapters and, and verses, but this is a letter that Paul wrote. He wrote a complete letter. Man just put Romans 6, 16 in there, but really it was a letter that he wrote to the Romans and he handed it to them and said, here, take this and read it to them. <clears throat> so this is a continuation of his thought in Romans 5. Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourself servants to obey, his servants you are to whom you obey. All right? <clears throat> now remember, we, we talked about a couple of years ago, it was our 50th jubilee, and remember, if you heard that trumpet sound and you didn't go free, you were taken into the, into the uh, synagogue and they bored your ear. There's a lot of ear boring going on in this country, in this world. You can believe what you want to, but you, you wear any kind of ear rings and all kind of rings, that means, hey, listen, even that ring, I'm bound to her. Yes. All right, and that's okay. But when you got them things in your nose and your ears and everywhere else, you have been bored in the ear with an awl. Yes. And remember, you become a slave, stay a slave, never to be set free again. All right, so we don't want that. We want out. We want to be when that trumpet sounds. We go, hey, I want to go free. I'm, 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 I'm able. I'm in my seventh year. I'm going free. Hey, man, you love the Lord. <clears throat> Let's read verse 18 real quick because I don't want to be overtime. Because I don't want them to be overtime when they're teaching. So, being then made free from sin, you became the servants of righteousness. Amen. All right? That's why they call it a 
Conversion. Come on. You are converted from being a, a, a slave of sin to being the righteousness of God. All right, let me keep them going down. For when you were the servant of sin, you were free from righteousness. Think about that. You were because you weren't covered. But now being made free from sin and become servants to God, you have your fruit unto holiness and the end everlasting life. Like what Brother Richard said, we can preach a message, we can preach all this and do all this, but if we don't live it, our fruit is what we bear. I cannot tell one tree from another except for what? It's fruit. Amen? Come on, musicians. So the fruit is what we're looking at. All right. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God, free gift, is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. God bless you.